Hello and welcome to the Clink Tank. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Yes. <laughs> ah, the Thank Clink you, Tank, Chris. where we three, four guys sit around talking Ooh. about any and everything except for politics. Oh, that sounded good. I'm excited. I'm Patrick Donahue, and with me, as always, we have Robert King. Hello. <laughs> Rob White. Hey. And our perennial guest, <laughs> guest making his third. This is my fourth. Your fourth. I know, no, right? Your third, I think. No, fourth. It is, yeah. <laughs> it is my fourth. Yes, yes, it's my fourth. Sports guest spot, Matt Bach. Hey. Say hello to the people. Hello, people. Uh, this is a very casual episode of the Clank Tank. It is our beer and wine episode. <laughs> There'll be many of we, we didn't want to take the time to do this. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's just poor that band. Girl, it was no. a busy week. <laughs> a yeah. lot of things going on. Um, not that we didn't want, but we also do want to feature like uh, different beers and wines on the show. Yeah, um, sure. And why don't we start with the brew that you're drinking, Rob? Why don't oh. you tell us a little about what you got there? So um, I am actually drinking one of... Kirkland's finest. <laughs> this is Costco's light lager. Um, mm. Now, Bulk. <laughs> now uh, this is exactly what it is. I'm not going to pretend it's not. Um, this is any standard lawnmower beer. Like your, you know, your Miller Light, your Coors Light, your Bud Light. But I actually like it uh-huh. just as much, if not more, than all three of those. And uh, for that's a high bar. Right. <laughs> look, look lawnmower beers have their time and place. It's like when you're cutting the grass or playing beer pong, and I am all for it. Yeah, or and, you, <laughs> you know, you want to shotgun something real quick yes. that's going to run right through you like water. Yeah. Why not reach for a Kirkland's? Yeah. <laughs> Tagline. <laughs> Patent pending. Not to mention, um, for a case of 48 of these, it's 22 bucks. 48? Uh, 48, wow. 22 bucks. Oh my God. That's like 50 cents a beer. It's, like, <laughs> it's actually 43 cents a beer. Oh, he did the math. Oh. He or, does a lot of math. It... <laughs> I love math. Yeah. It, and, and just to be clear, he said math, not meth. <laughs> what did I say? Sorry, diction, diction. I'm sorry, what were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking? What are you guys having? Well, we are enjoying a lovely local wine. It's one of Virgin- from one of Virginia's wineries. It's Chateau Morissette. Uh, it's a Chambourcin. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I am probably not. I don't speak for it. But it's a red. Uh, it is... You know, has notes of cranberry and chocolate emanating from the glass, oak-derived flavors of vanilla and toasted wood, complements this wine's lengthy finish, pair with roast turkey. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. Where is this made? In Virginia. um, Neat. It is, uh, their website is thedogs.com. And there is a lovely, uh, I'm going to say, looks like a lab on the label. Um, yeah, we'll go with a lab. Yeah, looks like a black lab. Uh, water dog of some sport, sort. Uh, <laughs> it's it's tasty. It's uh, 
Now, did you catch these notes of <laughs> and lavender and whatever raspberries? I have yet to catch those notes. I have, no. <laughs> I have caught the tannins, though. It's because your palates are refined. That's why. Yeah. That is why. Enjoying your, Yo, your wait, voice. What you is like this? my voice? Uh, like voice? Were you just waiting to I'm just waiting to see how long this voice yes. lasts. Well, it's not going to last that much longer. <laughs> <laughs> really, because I think your topic you're trying to tie it to, I want to try to delay as much as possible. <laughs> no, we're not. We're going to it now. <laughs> This is my first wine, my first podcast, my first everything <laughs> as a Stanley Cup champion. Oh, oh viewer. you won the <laughs> champion? Uh, well, the team that I follow won the so Stanley Cup. You're a so supporter. Yes, I am a supporter. Of the... I'll, I'll drop the voice right now. Anyways. <laughs> so I am sitting here in a uh, Washington Capitals jersey that I got back in the ye old day of 1998. It's a nice jersey. Uh, it yeah, it's nice great. Jersey. It's um, old school. And uh, <laughs> basically, I'm, I am wearing this because the Washington Capitals won the Stanley Cup for Woo! the first time in their 44-year history. Go local sports they, team. They've never won it before, and they've been my uh, favorite team forever. And the only team I, I truly, truly care about. So I was ecstatic. I uh, Patrick saw the whole thing. Mm-hmm. He saw it. Uh, so I lose my mind the last couple of. Minutes. So Robert, as a person, um, I like where this is has going. two very distinct sides. When he is um, just regular Robert, uh, he is which re- I'm at right now. No, you are not. <laughs> no, right this now. is there's nothing regular. Regular Robert is kind of sub, kind of subdued, kind of uh, you know. What is regular? Crumudgeon, <laughs> sure. if you will, but but very kind of level uh, uh, vibe sure. for but lack of a better word. So it's the Robert that misses every time we say we don't talk about. Politics. Politics. Oh, that's a yeah. good point. I do miss out a lot. You, right. miss, you got it this time? Because I don't really care. So, <laughs> that's regular Robert. He's usually idling around a three. <laughs> like a three or a four. I'm still loud, though. I'm still so, really Still, loud. yeah. Yes. He has, you know, the diaphragm well, I like where this is going. of a superhero. Uh, so, there is then Robert who gives a shit about anything. Uh, we call him Intense Robert. <laughs> Because he jumps from a three to a seventeen, <laughs> and I would a full twenty. But <laughs> <laughs> well, there's just a scale from one to ten normally, or one we'll to three. We'll still give you a full twenty. But, yeah, sure. But, right, yeah. Good. So, watching him watch this sports team that he cared about. I literally thought. Now, mind you, the game was amazing. It was intense from from yeah. the puck drop. So it was just. Just awesome and just very like gripping. And I would look over at Robert during clutch moments, and I swore his heart was going to explode <laughs> before so the a little, bit of, a little bit of context for the game. They were playing. Um, I'll go back to a regular Robert voice, I guess now. Uh, Wait, I'm sorry. Why was the voice there? Because I, I was happy. This is my happy voice. That's... Don't ask questions. So there's a third level to Robert. Stop asking questions. <laughs> Anyways, 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 so the uh, important context about the game, uh, it was the, it was being played against the Las Vegas Golden Knights in their inaugural season. They got to the Stanley Cup Finals and uh, hockey, hockey series are played best of, uh, 
best of best of seven. So first team to win four games wins. So the Capitals had a three games to one lead going into the game. If they won that game, they would have won the series. If they lost, they would have gone back to DC and played another and played another game. So uh, it was three to two going into the last period. The Capitals t- it, around the ten minute mark, the Capitals tied it, and so, then three minutes later they quick got jump the, in. The first the the first period was super intense because they were trying so hard both teams were trying so hard to score that yeah. that it was just bedlam uh and then second period was intense because washington scored first and then almost immediately uh vegas caught up and then it score again and they catch up and then they got a hit so it was it was like i said was a nail biter the whole time yeah and so you go into the third period and as you were saying. And, and then and then so the Capitals get it uh, four to three with about uh, I'd say seven minutes left, which is an eternity in hockey. Right. Uh, they because any goal they get they could they could win. So it was just panic because you're like oh my god they've got a one goal lead but there's also seven minutes left and I don't want them to go to overtime and then I don't want them to lose this game because the Capitals have a reputation uh, for being. Called uh, like one sportscaster always called uh, Tony Cornhart always called them choking dogs, because they would always blow playoff series. Matt, who is a Pittsburgh Penguins fan, our main rival, Why is dogs? nodding his choking dogs. Yeah. I don't know, as opposed to just choking. I don't know. Right. Anyways, uh, <laughs> Matt is is nodding his head because his Pittsburgh Penguins have been uh, have been the uh, kind of. The ones that have been mm-hmm. the beneficiary of our choking before. Yeah, because Fury actually played well yeah. when he was the Penguins. That's the, uh, <laughs> the goalie. That's the, the, oh. the goalie. For um, Mark Andre Fleury is the goalie from Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And, oh, okay. So, so um, I, I did want to, to share my. So I was. Oh, I've also heard them referred to as always the bridesmaid. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why not? Why not? So uh, yeah, I lost my shit when they won when it finally ticked out, and I was just like. Yeah, I like you saw. I, I, yes, I, I like I it. said, I thought you were going to have an aneurysm of some sort. <laughs> well, it would have, I, would have, I would have had an aneurysm as a Stanley Cup champion. So. <laughs> Supporter. That's all. That's all I <laughs> yeah. So, but it, it, it meant a lot because not we only won. this was also <laughs> the first. Uh, this was the first championship for DC since two, since 1992. Um, Redskins? The Redskins okay. or the Washington Football Team. As we look politically correct, folks like to say. No politics. Oh no, I like I like to be racist. <laughs> so I I have a question for you as a loyal Caps fan. So I've noticed in DC that there are a lot of bandwagon fans. Like everyone suddenly loves yeah. the Caps. That's yep. everywhere with hockey. Oh, with really? any sport. Well, well I, with any well, yeah. sport. I guess I I haven't sport. noticed since DC has just been such a crappy sports town. So no one really cares. Well, Write true. your cards and letters to <laughs> Matt <laughs> at Matt Bachman. <laughs> at Matty Box on, Instagram. At Box on Twitter. Where can we find you on Twitter? Is it? I don't have Twitter. I have Instagram you at Matty okay. Box. We'll just give your home address. Six seven one. No. I think you're off base. I'm um, off base. Yeah. About the bandwagon fans? No, I, I think that there might have been some bandwagon fans, but I think that there are a DC ton of has, bandwagon fans. No, but DC has had a pretty loyal uh, hockey following since Ovechkin got there. I agree with you, but it's it, not as I mean, everyone on my Facebook was caps, caps, caps. I yeah, know for a there fact there's some a, of that. There was some of that, and granted, there definitely was some of that. I think there would be like that 
for any team in any city. I, agree um, with that. I think yeah. you would see that. With, but I as think a, there's a degree to that. But I think that you 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 can't take away like like. So before Alex Ovechkin came in 2004, and before they came in, who Alex Ovechkin, who is Patrick's. My secret. Russian bear. Patrick's <laughs> Russian bear. My big Russian bull, actually. <laughs> He's a bull. Uh, he, uh, before Ovechkin came, there was a solid, but not really spectacular, I think, following for the Caps. There was a solid, like, diehard following. But, like, my dad, we'd always joke, because I went to see, the last time the Capitals went to the Stanley Cup Finals was in 1998. And I, my dad got tickets to the conference finals, just walked up like, the day of the game and got tickets wow. at will call. <laughs> like, it was insane. Well, I think another factor to this is that this area is such a transient area yeah. that yeah, not is, many people are. Yeah, right. I agree. To, to have a, lo- a lengthy stay here as a fan is difficult because most people aren't in this area for very long. Right. Sure. So, yeah. I mean, I think it's... And aren't usually from this area. Right. And so... Like, I'm born and raised in Detroit, and I still consider my teams those teams. Mm-hmm. The the Lions, the Tigers, and the Red Wings. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> I, see what you did there. I didn't understand why they weren't the Bears. I, I mean, come on. Well, Chicago, but anyway, Chicago but, already had a football team called Yeah, the Bears. but they're not a ho- their hockey team isn't that's the true. Bears. That's, that's, true. I, that's true. I didn't think that. It could be you the Grizzlies, you know? Yeah. The, the, no, it's dumb. There's already a basketball team. <laughs> and the Red Wings are before the Grizzlies. So what you're saying is you don't care about the bandwagon fans. No, I, I if, uh, you know, a bandwagon is a bandwagon. You know, if if people, people are going to jump on it no matter what. And it's just kind of like a fact of like, it's just kind of like a fact of life. It's a fact of fandom, I think. I mean, obviously, I've been a hardcore fan for years, judging by the... Uh, they can't see you know, your jersey. <laughs> yes, judging by the... Uh, circa, ni- circa late 90s uh, jersey I have one that of I these. have. Um, which is of the older That's logo, cool the older like colors I'm not stuff. a huge fan of the, the newer red ones. I like, I like this one much better. Yeah, well, I like the eagle. It's pretty cool. Well, I, you know, Robert, since I, you know, since I went to watch them play with him when they made it into the finals and then went to watch the this previous game of the finals and that is why they won because i was there <laughs> and they didn't want to bore me so um you're welcome <laughs> you're you're welcome metro dc but uh i was wearing sporting one of the red jerseys and because i'm an autumn it looks so good on me. <laughs> this is also what added to them winning. Mm-hmm. It's because when sure, you look because good... Because Patrick's an awesome. <laughs> when you look good, you play good. <laughs> You're not accurate. I agree with you. you know. Oh, there was one... Oh, there was one hilarious moment, too, after the game. Uh, so, um, Alex Ovechkin had been in the league since 2004, had never won a cup, and he looked... He was just joyous when he oh, won. It was like the happiest face I ever saw. It was the happiest face. There was just nothing but pure unbridled joy on his face. And so, there, But there is this one moment where he <laughs> has the Stanley Cup and he has it above his head and he's cheering and he's cheering and behind him are his teammates skating along. So they're skating along the, uh, the, the rink and one of his other... Ovechkin doesn't see this, but one of his other teammates sees it. Two boobs... <laughs> Just out and pressed on the glass. 
<laughs> and one, yeah. of the, uh, one of his teammates called uh, Kuznetsov, which is one of the best players. He scored the most playoff goals, actually, or points, I think, <laughs> of the team. He Kuznetsov saw it, and you could see because you saw this all the you see all these uh, pictures, the screen captions of Ovechkin going like this in the foreground, and then in the background <laughs> you see Kuznetsov. And he just points at the titties and, the titties and just starts clapping. And starts clapping. Then turns around and tells his teammates to look at the titties. <laughs> he just won Because he's a good he team player. The, the Don't miss these tits. He got to the hockey mountaintop, but still it's like boobs. Boobs. And then he had to turn around and tell the teammates. Boobs. <laughs> make sure boobs. you see. Make sure you see these boobs. <laughs> sure yeah, these I, boobs. I don't know English word for but boobs. They were like boy, like uh, like, uh, uh, tatas. Yeah, they, they were and he just was like, hey, and then claps. And then Ovechkin is just oblivious of this whole thing because oh, he's yeah. in front of them carrying the Stanley Cup. And uh, it was pretty hilarious because they uh, went and partied with uh, the DJ Tiesto. Apparently, they went to a nightclub. Yeah. And partied with Tiesto, and they awesome. had some like drink Tiesto drank champagne and beer out of the cup. Did he really? Yeah, he really did. Oh, that's. Crazy. They went to a Vegas nightclub and partied till like four o'clock in the morning with it. And I'm the, surprised the they let him drink. I'm surprised Vegas. they let him touch it. Yeah. And that they put liquor in it and let someone not oh, win again. This is, this is they, they all were taking turns drinking from it. This is what you do. It's, oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm just cool surprised is, it was allowed to be someone not on the team. Yeah. What's you, so hilarious is, is that Ovechkin took the cup through the MGM resorts. Yeah. And MGM was promoting, like, no caps and, like, oh, let's go Golden Knights and everything. So right. Ovechkin paraded the cup <laughs> through their casino. That's amazing. <laughs> I would have been like, could I have a bottle of champagne? I need to fill my cup. Las <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> and where are those tacos? It's a big cup. It's a big cup. I have actually... I have actually... Rock the red. No, I've actually touched the Stanley Cup. Have you? I didn't bang it, but I did touch it. But I, I really have. you didn't. No, I really did. Because uh, at the Hockey Hall of Fame in Toronto, you can touch You're it. You're allowed to touch it? Yeah, if wow, it's not, cool. like, out, you can go and touch it. And so I did. <sighs> so oh. what's happening in your world, Rob? Oh, God, girl, I don't even know. I'm useless. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> well, you weren't with us last episode. I know. And it was weird. We had a fill-in. There were a lot less uh, F-bombs. There were no F-bombs, <laughs> and there haven't been any F-bombs for a couple of episodes, so please, let's not have that. Why Am I not you? supposed to say the F-bomb? <sighs> Wait, which F-bomb? That's... The, oh, got it, got it. Yes, that one I'm not doing. Look, I just, we, that's never been on this episode. But I can say fuck. Yeah, oh, fuck away. Fuck, <laughs> fuck I shall. If you didn't say fuck, I'd be fucking upset. I was like, I was like there was no fuck. Was that the F-bomb you were talking about? Or no, I was talking about the other F-bomb. Yes, that okay. one, yes, I'm trying to curb. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Say it in, your, in, in, in IRL. All day long. <laughs> so, so um, as we are hitting spring, this is lovely because it's um, people are starting to come out, do more things. We're actually hitting summer. What? Look, I don't. Look. 
Look, maybe in your context. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so all these like biker gangs are starting to come out, which I think is adorable that they think they're super tough, but they fucking block traffic and I have to make sure to not fucking kill them because oh, yeah. they're so fucking tough. I'm ah oh, fucking all these. Um, my favorite episode of South Park is actually the one where they say the F-bomb. They say the F-bomb and they're <laughs> using it to refer to just bikers, um, bikers which I really appreciate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, it actually was a great, and they get, they, but they get into right. the whole, uh, like, because the gay community is upset that all the kids are saying the F-bomb. Right. And the kids were like, well, we don't have anything against homosexuals. Oh, no, we love gay people. Like, <laughs> we don't care about homosexuals. We care about these motorcycle right. gangs. These rude motorcyclists that go around ruining everyone's good time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite is when a Big Gay Al walks up to them with a rifle. It's like, you get out of our town. <laughs> Thank you for the self- <laughs> Good sentence. <laughs> you like that? For the self-bleeping. Oh, give me a beep. <laughs> you beep. Get out of our town. <laughs> Big Gay Al, who is dating Mr. Slave. Yes. Still. Oh. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. That show is amazing still. Mm-hmm. still. It still manages to be yeah. edgy and, and uh, up to date. I'm so mad I didn't get, um, I didn't win their contest. They were running a contest to see who, um, if you won, you get added to one of the background characters. Like anytime mm-hmm. there's a crowd and they're just like, rumble, 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 rumble. They make a, a character of you and you add into the vocals for it. Like it's mm-hmm. in that chaos, it's you also going, rumble, rumble, rumble. I'm so mad I didn't win. So what was the contest? Um, it was to raise money submit? for, uh, yeah. I mean, what did you have to do? Just submit a picture yeah. or something? No, no, no. You, you, um, it's to raise money. So you like, you, uh, you donate to the cause oh, yeah, yeah. and then that gets you a drawing. Yeah. Um, and I think it was for autism, something, something wholesome <laughs> and nice and good that, you a know, charity respect- where they're actually helping people. Right. Where a respectable <laughs> person gives a shit and might remember what it was for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> They, yeah, they did that for Rick and Morty too. Mm-hmm. They're like they'll they'll draw you in as like a character yeah. in some type of thing uh, to do something. Okay. I always I was made me chuckle. Um, I remember like for the South Park movie, like different stars were writing in that they wanted to be in the movie, and one of them being George Clooney. And he is the voice of the barking. The doctor. Well, no, no, well, no, oh, no, I'm sorry. This was, was before this the was movie. Before the movie. Yeah. This was like in the first season of South Park. Or after it got big and George Clooney wanted to be in, a voice. The vo- in it. And so they're like, cool, we'll give you the voice of Sparky the dog. Yeah. And it, he literally just barked. And he just and barked? Yeah. Wait, he's Sparky, Stan's, Stan's dog? In that one episode, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then yes. they brought him back for the movie as the doctor. The doctor, right? Yeah. yeah. And then they... they uh, another interesting thing was... Um, uh, Team America World Police, which was yeah. also Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Apparently, Matt that was Matt Damon's voice. We're doing Matt, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> oh, really? Because he wanted to be in it, and they're like, "Cool, here's your character, Matt Damon." <laughs> Matt Damon. 
<laughs> so uh, I, 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 I'm pretty sure I heard somewhere that that was him, but I think that they, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty. Sure. I believe it. Yeah. yeah. That, so, that's uh, scams. I mean, that's yeah. so their 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 style of comedy. Their brand. Yeah, their brand. And 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 Dream of America World Police is such a great. Did you ever see uh, Book of Mormon? Anybody? I did. Uh, Patrick and I paid too much money to see <laughs> that on Broadway. You know, I think you about it. Just enough. And I don't think yeah, it was too true. much. No? I think <laughs> it was worth it. Oh, you know what? I think that's when I first met you when you went to go see it. Because I remember talking to you about it because we were doing you, Cannibal. I know you longer than that. Rude. I first. Awkward. Oh, yes. I remember <laughs> when we first met. Yeah. I mean, our first show together. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was our first show together. We had uh, just come back from that. Good cover, Matt. <laughs> Let me just tell you something, Matt. And I know what you're doing. Well, don't here. turn around, Matt. I know why I'm you're asking like... a question. No, I, I know <laughs> what why. Is what is he doing? <laughs> no, I know why you're coming here. <laughs> Every yeah. single time. Because I have no other place to go. <laughs> I got no other place to go. <laughs> you, you have a loving wife who now has a, uh, a $5, five dollar bed, Bath and Beyond. I know, we're going to spend that bad boy. Oh, God. I would run away too. <laughs> and, um, and, and it's like, but it's like, I know what you're doing here. Come on doing. to you. Please but, tell me. He's but, trying to worm his way in. Oh, to be the fourth? Yeah. Or well, you did. You. In or the, oh. Maybe both. <laughs> Well, we both. Fun fact: you weren't technically going to be here today. You were going to be out. I was. I was. You were going to replace Robert. And he was going. I was going to be the guest host again. And yeah. And I've been pushed and to the side. Heard that, and he said, <laughs> "By the hellfire that has spurned the spite in my heart, he will not sit in for me By today." By the glory of Lord Stanley's cup, <laughs> I. I Will not let you stand in for me, good sir. Lord Stanley is a new character. Yes. <laughs> that's that's I think what the, the cup is modeled after. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, yo, um, I just just you got me. I I I've actually that. I've been that upfront about that since the very he first really time has, I was he here. He has not tried yeah, to hide it. I'm yeah, still, no, no, no. I'm still on to you. <laughs> I'm on to that thing you told me. <laughs> Just, just let me have this, okay? Just okay. Let me have this. No, no, no. no that's not book I have Mormon now. To oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Yes. Dream. I, I want to be either of those two two lead roles. I could see when, you as both yeah. of those roles. Thank you. When we, uh, when I remember watching the Tony, the the year that they won, and as soon as they won, I said to Robert and our friend Larissa. Mm-hmm who was over and I said, we need to go online right now, get tickets before the, what would be the end of their, of the year. Because usually when you sign a contract, it's a year run. Mm -hmm. And I was like, before they are now Tony winners and they're getting offers going to be coming in. Let's get in, see it while it still had the whole original cast. And we did. And it was, it was an expensive ticket, but not super duper expensive. I mean, it would know. have been more, much more expensive for me to go to the Stanley Cup finals, yeah. which oh. it, which would have cost me about two thousand dollars. Yeah, and this was way yeah, less no. than that, and it was worth for dumb shit. every penny that everybody pays for dumb. That shit. show, <laughs> you know, yeah. from the we opening notes that we love was amazing, mm-hmm. and I just sat there and watched, and was like, I'll remember this for. Ever. Yeah, and I, I I do remember too because Patrick did not care that much for Andrew Rennell, who was the uh, 
who was the um, elder, what was his name? The Price. 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 Elder Price. Price. Yeah. Yep. These are uh, lies that I don't know. No, anything. you were like, I mean, he's attractive, but his face is bunches up, and I don't really like it that okay. much. Okay, keep uh, going. Here's... So, no, but this is the truth. No, no. Okay, so, no, no, let me, let me speak. No, let me, the, let this, me finish. Well, I felt about him the same way I felt about Kristen Bell. That you didn't physically, want to her physically, or bang him. physically, their eyes are small and kind of far apart. Oh, oh god. my god! But and you want to censor Rob? <laughs> right. I mean, no. But then, as with both, having seen their talent and and personalities, you can and look past their face. Like... No. <laughs> <laughs> But no, they're both very attractive, and they're both very they? talented. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> until they're until you you. But you didn't. You were not interested at all in Andrew Rennell until you saw him perform in person, and you were like, mm-hmm. I mean, like, just I you don't want to bone you doesn't mean you're not a great performer. No, no, I want to bone him <laughs> <laughs> and you Kristen didn't. Bell and like. You can't and have Alex And Alex Ovechkin. <laughs> like, come well, on. You are not this sounds like a fun all. night. I was going to say, that <laughs> is a party. Right. That is a party. <laughs> and it would be funny to just... Oh, oh my God. Ovechkin would ruin her. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm a neighbor in But no, I am... I, you know, I am always prepared to say I was wrong about something. I have no problem with that. Yeah. I was wrong. wrong about a lot of things. That is not wow. true. <laughs> he once thought that Louis Anderson was dead. And uh, How dare you. I mean, you. there's lots of fake news. He is time. a national <laughs> treasure. I was yeah. just under the assumption <laughs> that he had you know, passed. <laughs> and then I had I to show him on Mario. his Facebook page that he just posted like, oh, I'm in Florida for this show. Here's a picture of the ocean. Well, and, I was... he, and you were like, no, that's a, that's a doctored photo. <laughs> you were like, he has tour dates next week. <laughs> I was like, they just haven't canceled it. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know how to refund everything. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, but it, it was, and I will say this, and I hate musicals no, you for the don't. most part. We I really do. I hate there, we had 80, a whole episode about this. I hate 85% of musicals, but uh, Book of Mormon, I did not mind paying that much money for. It, it was wonderful. delightful. Yeah. It's very, very good. It's very clever. Um, when are they going to release the rights? I want to play that. Probably not for well, a while. On, that note, on while. that note, kids, I am going to have to leave, and I guess... Finally. But consider that... <laughs> <laughs> It's happening. I'm on to you. I'm on to you, buddy. Kicking that halfway through. I'm listening to the podcast right now. Uh, no, you don't have that power. All right. Well, <laughs> just because you're the only one that knows how to use the editing software. <laughs> so that was Robert. That was Robert. Who? <laughs> Let me slide in. Yeah. <laughs> Let me find my new spot. It's <laughs> almost by magic. <laughs> What, which color martini am I in? <laughs> <laughs> so, moving on. What are you watching? What I'm watching? Oh, yeah. uh, I'll, I'll go first. Well, actually, it's a it's a segue into something I'm watching, but I have a question for you so guys, So now you're too. taking over Robert's power over, of segue. Yes, I'm doing the power of segue. <laughs> okay. So, um, I was going to talk about Arrested Development, the uh-huh. fifth season, but... Um, so, you know, there's this backlash with Jeffrey Tambor um, with the not so much. Well, the sexual abuse or the sexual um, not abuse, but well, uh, they, well, I've there were charges. Oh, really? 
are, are like um, people were harassment. Tra- sorry, tra- tra- yeah, saying he was allegations, like, allegations of harassment mm-hmm. on tra- for I'm for sorry, transparent, transparent. Yes. So and he's the the grand or the father. He is the on Arrested lead. Development. Yeah. Oh, I'm the, on the lead. Yes, he's the lead in Transparent. Lead in Transparent, and, and he's the father in Arrested Development. Correct. correct. Okay. Um, oh. Yeah. So, um, but he also had an incident on Arrested Development where he yelled um, and screamed at the woman who plays the mother. Oh, um, really? Plays Lucille. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure exactly what it was, um, but like, for you guys as actors, like the whole thing about Jason Bateman was saying actors are family. Right. We just yell, and that was had some backlash too. So, did you guys ever have that either in a show? Have you ever yelled at someone or? Like, cause you're so frustrated on something or been a part of it or heard someone yell at you. So like, do you have any kind of experience like that? I was doing this, um, tour, this educational tour show. Oh, about the life of Ben Carson, you know, before all the politics where he's just talking about how, you know, he literally came from nothing mm-hmm. to become like this you know, pioneering brain surgeon. Mm-hmm. And um, this show had been in rotation for a number of years. And I was stepping in to this uh, part uh, where I played multiple characters, like his brother and then people that he met along his journey. And everybody else had been in the show repeatedly year after year after year. So the guy who played Ben Carson... And the woman who played his mother and also, like, his wife had this tension between them. Like like the actors. Did. Yeah, the okay. actors. From the day, like, I started with the show. And it all came to this head, like, before one of the shows. Uh, like, we were literally backstage at a school... And they are going at it. They are like, and it is, it was like brother and sister kind like of arguing, but, in each but yeah, yeah, like in each other's faces and yelling. And then boom, we, it had to stop because we had to go out on stage and perform. And that show was crazy because all of that tension that built up in the beginning <laughs> Anytime anything went slightly array or there was mislined or something, it just all came back. Everybody, no, it was the opposite. Oh. Like, I, you know, I don't break that easily, mm-hmm. but there was a scene, and like a lot of costume changes are just like adding a coat or something or like a lab coat. And um, because there was all this commotion. In the beginning, backstage during that time when you would set all the props in the right place, someone misplaced one of the lab coats. And so I'm standing there getting ready to go out and I'm like, where's this lab coat? And so someone grabbed one and gave it to me and I go out. And now this guy is, I'm 6'3". He's 6'5". And like very lanky. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, I go out and I'm like, oh. Dr. Carson, uh, it's good to see you. And I'm slipping his lab coat on him. And as I'm pushing it up onto his shoulders, I'm looking at like, huh, I've never noticed this coat had a belt in the back. 
And I go to try to get it on his shoulders, yeah, and I can't. It's, it's a woman's oh, small no. lab coat. <laughs> <laughs> so he turns around, and it's like not even up on his shoulders. And it's, it's he's all hunched like in it like a T-Rex. <laughs> he goes to deliver his line, and I am just dying. <laughs> like, I am trying to speak. Nothing's coming out, but just... <laughs> <laughs> And to the point of where I'm like, I cannot compose myself. Every time I try to say something, I just turn my back to the audience and I lean in on him and I'm just crying. Is he really pissed off still or is he still laughing? He's cracking up too, for the most part. Like he's still delivering lines, but with this huge smile on his face as we're talking about these conjoined twins that he's going to separate. <laughs> and he can't move his fucking arm. No, yeah. he's like, and he's all hunched up. And so it, yeah, it, it, it just goes to show you that, yeah, any, those type of flare-ups are going to happen. Now, as far as the other charges from Transparent, where, you yeah, know. Yeah, I'm not going to touch those. I have no idea. But you get, I mean, into, yeah, it, it sucks that you get into this situation and, here you've got this show premiering and yeah, what is Jason Bateman going to say except, oh yeah, no, Jeffrey Tambor, he's an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah oh yeah, we fucking hate it. Yeah. Well, did you <laughs> read the Times article with all of them? I didn't. I, I, I skimmed a couple of things online. It was, I mean, Jason Bateman, I felt made a point, but he also, um, like protecting Jeffrey Tambor, right. but uh, Jessica Walters was apparently crying throughout the whole thing. And oh, wow. like, no one was really coming to her side either. Yeah. They were just yeah. really on Jeffrey's side for some reason. I mean, he came out to apologize. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just wondering, like, like, do you find that as like a, like in a professional work environment, you don't go into an office and yell at someone and scream at them. I mean, right. maybe you do. I don't know. I I've never had that. Those. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess like is family is like, you're so close as a family. Is that an excuse to do it? I guess you can say it's not an excuse. Yeah, yeah. I would say there's yeah, never an excuse. Right. Um, in like you know a business setting, it's unprofessional. Sure. Um, if you are the owner, if you are paying the other people's salaries, I guess you can kind of you know as far as yelling goes, like you can communicate any way you want. If we're just working together and or we're in the same company, unless you're paying my paycheck. That's unprofessional. You just don't oh, speak that way. Even still, I, I, um, <laughs> I at my one of my previous jobs where I was working in marketing uh, under the VP of um, client relations, and this woman was kind of notorious for talking down to people and 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 you know not you know being completely or i won't say completely but being very professional with the clients mm-hmm. but then the people that she worked with not so much right and so i am a very even keeled yeah. personality mm-hmm. um and i give people a lot of leeway um a lot of the times mm-hmm. but there was one particular day that she started yelling at me and um, had said something or uh, um, had said something just in a completely non-professional way. And I told her, I was like, hold up. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't 
know how you talk to anyone else (laughs) in this company. (laughs) But I will tell you that you will not talk to me that way. And she's like, well, I'm such and such. I, you know, she's like, I'm... I'm the vice president, or, you know, I'm vice president. I'll talk to you. I was like, no, you will not. Mm-hmm. I was like, uh, you will, you know, treat me with the respect that even if you don't treat yourself with, Ooh. you will show me the respect. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. because I can walk out of here. Sure. Anytime. Right. Yeah. And so, no, so yeah, there is, it, there is a line that, should not be crossed. Mm-hmm. Yes. They're... And yeah, it's, it's, we don't have the privilege of knowing what happened. Mm-hmm. Right. But, it's true. and I was going to say, even with acting, I don't know if you find this too, because it's a profession where you are constantly accessing emotion, emotion yeah. at the drop of a hat right. that sometimes it's not as easy to quickly turn that off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but I think that's also part of the job is that you, you need do. to be able to <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and that's also a, a good point. Like, you know, um, you know, no matter what, be respectful, be professional. Um, I will say, though, though, a like a business setting um, is a little bit different than like an actor setting, because th- this is a collaboration of artists. Mm-hmm. And it's not like a. All right. Your job is to fill in and take care of the books for our finances. Your mm-hmm. job is to make sales. Your job is to, like, when you, you have a collection of artists, I think that is more of a setting where you're more likely to have artistic differences. Mm-hmm. And now, not to say that that's an excuse or to make it okay to do anything like that, but I think that setting, you're more likely to end up with those kind of, like, heated yelling kind of arguments yeah have you guys ever yelled at anyone on stage or in, during rehearsal process like just lost your temper i did I, i'll tell you one i was in a show called the fantastics this was years and years ago mm. and there's a character that is the character just dies that's his he's an actor who dies mm-hmm. so there's a long death scene and it was during rehearsal and i was um just playing around trying to figure out funny things to do as a death and I'm doing it and I'm it last, it's supposed to last for like five ten minutes or something. it's like the Deadpool death at the end. Um, no spoilers no spoilers um, but I heard this person behind me who's another actor of me going and I would turn around and I was like suck my dick Scott <laughs> and that's something I never have ever said before and I screamed at it and everyone was like whoa because I'm also very even keel I don't I yeah. I do not like conflict whatsoever yeah. but just that like I'm working something out and I hear someone like get kind of like disrespectful thing and I just yell out I never say suck my dick ever but I was like suck my dick Scott and he was like oh uh, uh. <laughs> So that's my story. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but no, and, and, and those times arise. But if there was enough, uh, enough tension to, to raise tears mm-hmm. and, oh, and yeah. that, you know, you have somebody that you've worked with over years, years. just that upset, yeah. then clearly there, there is something there right. that needs to be addressed. And the way to do it is not doing an interview. No. True. No, but, uh, but maybe, you know, step aside and, and, and you know, 
be have concern because mm-hmm. um, I know there's also a number of times when uh, I've done shows and generally if I there's someone I have a scene with I want them going out there so that we both can give our best and our all and okay. and if they're if they seem upset or like something's bothering them I yeah. only naturally would go are you okay is there anything I can do right. you know mm-hmm. well and especially to find out that it's something I did I'd be like please let me you know make this better right um mm-hmm. But to go off of your, like, to, you know, in that situation, have you ever, like, snapped? I don't think I have snapped. Um, and I think it's more just my personality. When I get to that point, I just turn off. Mm-hmm. And then I go, this is how this is going to proceed. If it does not, I will leave. Really? <laughs> Let me turn the page back to two thousand and ten. Yeah, is that Alter Boys? That was. Uh, we are in Tech Week, mm-hmm. and it, this is a show that I directed, Robin. <laughs> and it was amazing. It, 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 the, no, the show turned out fantastic, but the getting there was an arduous journey. <laughs> I know what you're talking um, about. And there was one night we were, I think the it was... The fire alarm went off yeah, four times. <laughs> we were, um, because it, the show is a concert. And so we were, you know, giving all the elements. Fog. And um, it, we were setting off the, the hazers that we, we were using to get the fog built up in theater was kept setting off the fire alarm and um just the people who were running the venue had attitude because it kept happening and the certain members of the production staff were not on top of what they should have been (laughs) to you know get things as they should and so I, as the director, it's my job. I'm trying to appease the production staff, appease the venue, appease the actors. And I walked outside and fire engines have lights just oh, running. Geez. And I walk and over. still trying to get through rehearsal. And yeah, and we open the next day. And I walk up as I hear my friend and cast <laughs> member say this bleep is up and I would just walk if they'd say the wrong thing to me again because there were other now mind you there were other issues than just that there had been oh, like yeah, yeah. uh music issues and, and just all kinds of things and yes everything had come to a head but it's just like and I walked up to this like <clears throat> no, <laughs> no I, I came up to you no, I walked up to you guys, and you were you were having this discussion with the you're rest right. of the we, cast. We were we were. You're right. I didn't I didn't distract. You had plenty of things to handle, yeah. and I was venting to my cast. Right. And once you were free and came up to, I said, "This needs to change, or I am not performing." Mm-hmm. And it, I was not wrong. <laughs> I I brought that in a very very uh, poor timing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you did, but. I will. I will stand by that. What I was saying was the issue was an issue, mm-hmm. and without it being fixed, we, I, I would look like an idiot on stage, mm-hmm. and I refused to do that. And I, I didn't. I didn't stop and go, "Fuck you! You have no idea how to handle a fucking uh, 
you know, uh, you, you don't know how to music direct. Like, I didn't, like, freak out and be like, fuck you, I'm not doing, like, no, we I were, said, yeah, it, this needs to be fixed, I have tried everything I can to do it, and it's not being fixed, if it's not fixed, I'm not going on stage. Mm-hmm. Which I think is not, like, snapping at someone and yelling. But you didn't say it. That, you don't think I said it? Not, no, you did not say it. it. You, you, there was a lot more. I'm sure, listeners, you can, you can piece together that there was a lot more sass than just I this level-headed yeah. sort of like, no, this will not stand. This, this, <laughs> this shan't. I, I did not go to Juilliard to come out here and have myself ridiculed by your ineptitude. This Good sir. will and cannot Good day, sir. I shall be in my trailer. <laughs> no. I walked up to... You're not fair. Okay. And, but, and, you know, I pulled you aside and, you know, I said, I understand your frustration. I'm sure you can see that I'm frustrated too. Oh. But <laughs> you will not <laughs> to walk on a production that I am directing. <laughs> That's when Patrick grabbed me by the collar, pulled me very close and said, the fuck you're not going on stage. <laughs> True story. No, but I, I'll say if, what I did is uh, I'm not one to go I'm so fucking mad at you, I'm going to tear you apart and yell at you. Right. I am going to turn off and then go talk to somebody. To right, but no, and that's the natural thing. The timbers flare and you get into a moment, but yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody regains their composure and they're, oh, you yeah. know, you, you like, you smooth the waters and like I said, we're still, we're friends to this oh, day yeah. and I didn't ever think that you, I never thought that you were being a problem. I never thought that you were trying to like, showboat or 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 but oh i it was, was. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a it was a moment that you know feelings were high tensions yeah. were high everybody was raw right um and i just like i said i think that happens and the way shows the strength of character or what makes a tight-knit cast is how you recover from those situations. I agree. Mm -hmm. And that's the sad thing for me is because I love Arrested Development. I love that cast. And I've always thought they were just so, that they worked so well together mm -hmm. that like hearing this kind of thing now makes me think back to, huh. So that season where they shot mostly everything separately and then edited together, was there a reason that that happened? Oh. You know? <laughs> Conspiracy. Like people didn't want to be in the same room. Interesting. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and then, so, yeah. So it was hard watching, because I watched the season too, and I enjoyed it, but I did feel like there's there like a little missing. cloud. Yeah. There's a little cloud over it for yeah. some reason. Um, I totally agree with you. I liked it better. I liked the fifth season better than the the season that was pieced together. Mm -hmm. I felt like the last season they pieced together with everyone. They also had a ton of cameos, which I love cameos, but it was like it kind of lost the core of yeah. the cast what uh, made the show itself. So they've recut that season. I heard. Was um, it, did you watch it? I haven't watched that yet. I was going. I'm going to check it out because I agree. I I did feel like that was disjointed mm -hmm. um and so it'd be, i'd be intrigued to see what this recut is i heard it's better and it's a lot easier to follow okay. that's what i heard but i did originally like 
that season because after watching it once and then I went back and watched it again mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my God, I noticed so many things that they had put in like uh, that were just like foreshadowing and, and, and um, predictive. And so, no, it was, it still was good. Yeah. Would you watch it? I mean, just uh, stars that have like fallen. Would you watch anything with like Kevin Spacey in it anymore? Like a movie that he's already done. Talk, I still need full. So, what specifically happened? Well, he had a, a ton of allegations, but his right. initial allegation was um, he molested a fourteen-year-old boy, or Anthony Rapp, who's oh, uh, Mark on Ren. Well, but, wait. Do what? you have better another no, story? I, well, I don't know if it was. Act, it was like. I don't know if it was a molestation. Molestation. Yes. Uh, um, yeah, what year was this? They were doing. They were both on Broadway at the time, and my yeah. understanding was that Kevin Spacey had had a party and um, invited Anthony Rapp to come while he was, he was fourteen. While he was fourteen, something yeah. like that. Yeah, he was. So this was years before Rent, even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And Kevin Spacey, I think, was like twenty-seven-ish at the time, or something like that. And um, I believe that. He, Anthony Rapp, says that they were in a room alone together and that, like, uh, Kevin Spacey had climbed on top of him. Something like that, yeah. Something like that. I don't know how far it went as to, like... Wait, so did Anthony Rapp, like, it's an allegation of a, like, a sexual thing? Because... Or he's just like, oh yeah, has there ever been a semi-sexual thing with you and Kevin Spacey? He was like, oh, watch out, was at a party, and he like jumped on top of me. Or is it like he's filing a complaint like, yes, I was molested by him. I think he came out, I don't know if the statute of limitations was gone or something like that. Why it's not like right. a legal case. I'm sure that's probably part but of it. But I'm not 100% sure what it was. I know he was... Anthony Rapp was at a party, underage, drinking, I think, or Kevin Spacey. (laughs) Sorry. Um, And like I said, I thought Kevin Spacey just like climbed on top of him. So there wasn't any like. Yeah. He said he made sexual advances. Make sexual advances. That's yeah. Yeah. Um, Towards him when he was a teenager, because he was inspired by many women who have opened up about their. Right. By the Me Too movement. Okay. Um, and then other people who worked on House of Cards and all, like, like, are also, are also coming out of uh, stories. That's a hard one. Because he's, he, I mean, he is a great actor. Yeah. I'm yeah. not saying he's a good person, but he is a great actor. And movies that are already done, like he's done, I, it's hard. You it's know what? I think where I sit is I am not going to spend more money that will go into his pocket. Um, you know, I already have a DVD of um, uh, American Beauty, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I love that movie. I'm probably never going to watch it again, but I'm also not like, I'm never going to watch that again because Kevin Spacey. Okay. Um, but I don't think I am going to be like, um, yeah, let me go to Kevin Spacey's stand-up show or something. You know, like, I, I don't think I'm going to do something like that. Right, mm-hmm. right. Because... Uh, where I sit is your money is where you show your support or dissupport more so than even your vote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so oh. I, that's where I kind of sit with that. Like I, I am not putting more money in his pocket um, because of that kind of stuff. Um, 
but I, I don't think I'm going to be like, can't wait. It's on TV. Off. Yeah. Yeah. One, the one that hurts me is um, we were at the beginning of Franco Sans. And oh, I, I have lo- I love James Franco. Yeah. Uh, wait, what happened with James Franco? I've heard none of this. Man. Oh my god. I don't I don't listen to a lot of things. <laughs> um James Franco uh, has had a bunch of women come for, forward and say that he has, you know, made advances and given them uncomfortable work conditions mm-hmm. when they've worked with him. And- like suck my dick when I feel like it and, <laughs> or you're fired kind of shit. Um, similar, like he would like, teach a class at uh, like an acting class, and he would make him go nude and have like holy simulated shit. sex or something like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. no! It's like, and those are the allegations, and there are a lot of women who came out like yeah, that. Yeah, there are like five women yeah. uh, who oh, accused no. him inappropriately. Of and this is like right after oh, he won the Golden Globe, sexually and yeah. exploitive behavior. Is right after uh, the make the the. Uh, Disaster artist. Disaster artist, and oh, and I wanted to see that too. It was so yeah. good. I yeah. saw it a couple of times, and I was like, "Oh, he's blowing up." Yeah, here it goes, and he uh, blew boom. up. Yeah, yeah. Kept All right, if that ends up on TV, I'll watch it, but I'm not paying because <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to see it. God damn it! Why are people all shit? That's true. <laughs> but it it it's yeah. I mean, it's great that these people are coming forward and like all of this is being brought to light and yeah. it's finally, cause you it know, shouldn't be happening. Right. right. And you're making, you know, hopefully safe places for art to happen. Right. And to where these situations, if they happen to get, first of all, they shouldn't be happening and hopefully less of them happen and, or they just don't happen. And, but if they happen, People don't feel like they're powerless and have to just let it go for 20 fucking years. Right, because this has been going on mm-hmm. since oh, the first camera showed the, you know, captured the first image. Yeah. I was uh, on it. <laughs> 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 so, I can make you a star, baby. You see, that, you see that couch over there? Yes. Get naked. <laughs> now what? I'm David O'Sullivan. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, see? <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. <laughs> Put them on the glass. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's called a callback. Anyway. It's a callback. <laughs> so I was, you know, this week, uh, the show Pose premiered. And what is that? Pose is a show that is based on the... Um, New York City house culture, uh, like a, a ball like house dance. No, the like like the balls uh, oh. in the eighties. Um, you know, it, it has a cast of trans uh, actors. actors. Yeah. yeah, like because you know that's what you know um, they would. These balls were held, and you'd have members of different houses like La Beja. Yes, House of La Beja. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering, what is taking you so long to know no, what I'm talking no, I was about? Like, no, I was you like, said house, and I was like, oh, house music. So it's uh, it's a Ryan Murphy uh, and... Oh, oh yes. yes. Uh, I know what you're talking about And um, there are some... <laughs> 
beautiful trans performers. Like, like, and uh, it's trans uh, actresses. Yeah, Brian Murphy, Brad Falchuk. That was the other guy's name I was trying to think. But it has Evan Peters again, and Mm -hmm. um, like James Vanderbeek, and then um, Kate Mara. Oh yeah, and yeah, the um, only the first episode has aired, but it's really, really interesting and really well acted and. If you've seen like Paris is Burning, I need to see that. I um, kind of feel like I'm predict. <laughs> I can predict where this is gonna go, yeah. but uh, not to give spoilers. But if you don't want to be spoiled, don't watch Paris is Burning. If you're gonna watch it, uh, but yeah, no, I was when I had seen this advertised like months ago, and um, in watching the ad, the ad, I was like the trailer a couple of the performances like is that a woman (laughs) or is that you know i mean like beautiful and so i was like but they i was like it can't be play i they they can't have a woman yeah they can't have a woman playing a trans they will get in so much trouble yeah one and it would just be completely false um and so no yeah these performers are like i'm so glad to see this diversity in in this story that's about them that they, you know, get to play these parts. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. It's on FX. Yes. Wait. Okay. And so, uh, who are the big name trans actresses or actors? I don't know if they're it? big names. Uh, like, um, who's the one that was on orange is the new black. She is not in it. Okay. What about Jamie Clayton? She was in uh sense eight. Uh, I don't think she's in a, Oh, sad day. Um, uh, <laughs> like the, there's a MJ Rodriguez, uh, Dominique Jackson. Okay. Billy Porter's in it. Not that oh. he's trans, but. <laughs> and, I was like, uh, huh. But the, uh, the kind of like main star one uh, is India Moore. Okay. And she's like a, a trans model and she's done like some indie films. Oh, okay. But, um, just gorgeous and uh, good actor. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, like I said, I'm just I'm really I really enjoyed the first episode. And at the time that this aired, so there's only uh, the time that we're recording this, there's only the one episode. But I'm looking forward to seeing it more. Yes, yeah. So that's my that. my recommendation. I loved. Um, I just watched um, Assassination of Giovanni. Yeah. Versace. Versace. That was yeah. really. That was really good. good? Mm-hmm. I've heard nothing but amazing shit. Yeah, it's because um, that's Ryan Murphy as that's well. Also Ryan Murphy so, Paul yeah. Who's, I, who's the guy playing the murderer? Uh, Darren Chris from Glee. I told you that I Chris. ran into him in a bar, right? right. That night. Where, okay. That he's teeny tiny. Uh, <laughs> I had no idea he was that. Was short. this on a podcast that you talked about? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I drink during okay. this podcast. <laughs> I don't know what. Like half the time, we're like. All right, is this PSA what I've already said? <laughs> <laughs> or was I just thinking about saying is it? He, is he gay in real life? No, I, I don't think he's he straight. is. Is he? he's straight. Because he, he was very, very good. He was very good. And so was um, uh, not Penelope Cruz. Oh, yeah. Was it Penelope uh, it Cruz? Penelope it was Penelope Cruz. Cruz. She yeah. was really good at it, too. She actually... Uh, and Ricky t- Martin's. And Ricky oh, Martin, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Ricky yeah. Martin's good. Oh, shit. I want to say um, Penelope Cruz. Who's she playing... She plays Donna. Okay, I want to say that actually. So apparently, the whole 
uh, Versace family was like kind of against this whole series. Oh. Apparently, um, Penelope Cruz like worked with who's she playing? Donna. Donna apparently worked with her and like they did like lunches and shit and like apparently Donna gave just her her blessing to play her. Really? Yeah. Apparently the rest of the family and like they're not okay with this whole thing happening but apparently Donna is okay with um, Penelope Cruz doing playing her. Playing her. Yeah, she was very good. She's doing. Yeah. Also, this is just what I heard from someone. So, (laughs) did you hear from Darren Chris in the bar? (laughs) No, I didn't think it was him. He was like, "Oh, I tell you, those Versace's are." Let me tell you about the Versace's. Jim Versace's. Uh, so have you checked out anything recently? Um, so I've been re-watching um, uh, Summer Heights High uh, with Chris Lilly. Um, amazing. Have you ever seen this? No, I've never heard of it. Girl. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay, so it's this. It's it's in the um, mockumentary style, like The Office yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Um, but it's like this Australian public high school. And Three of the characters are played by uh, Chris Lilly, who I think is a producer and director and writer. Mm-hmm. Um, so he is playing the theater teacher. He is playing this like kind of hoodlum. Um, oh shit! What, what's it called when they're from the island originally? Aboriginal. Aboriginal. Yeah. Aborigine. Yeah. Uh, like kind of like doesn't give a shit about school kid, and then this private school girl who's on an exchange program into the school. Oh, okay. And it Jamey. is... Jamey. <laughs> yeah, her name is Jamie, but it's pronounced Jamey, <laughs> and there's a random apostrophe in it for no reason. <laughs> um, the And she's just like this really, like, uppity cunt. <laughs> so... So we're allowed to say that word? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Cool. <laughs> I was like, shit, did I do it again? <laughs> but, Not- like... Like she's uh, like uh, surprisingly cunt, not hate speech. <laughs> that is true. That is true. I love cunt. I'm kidding. I don't, but some people do. I do. I'll be the representative <laughs> here. Proud of you. Stand up. Be proud. <laughs> but uh, like the my favorite character is the theater teacher, Mr. G. He's so flaming, and like he's uh, like. So like he's in charge of like the um the the fight the um the school drills and it's like uh, like sometimes I like to um give a little bit of the theater to the the drills to make sure you know uh, you know bring bring that kind of shit and then like it flashes to him like during a drill and it's like everyone this is pedophile in the building everyone hide everyone lock the doors it's like guys if the school is on fire everyone get out I'm really serious. And then like he's like he's like um so I'm 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 the assistant theater teacher right now but you know we'll fix that <laughs> like he's such a little shit um but then it's like but so he has this per- the the persona uh is that he is like the beloved by all the students the nice teacher like would never say a word but he is an asshole right yeah. Well, yeah. and like the, yeah. the, the school like he has this one thing where he's like. Oh, sometimes I say to the principal, um, 
uh, you, you got you got a Broadway performer for the price of a teacher's salary. So <laughs> give me a raise. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like he talks about like the class, like and and then like you know it's it's the mockumentary, like he's being talking to the camera, and then it jumps to video of him in the classroom. He's like, I like to play this game. It's called. Um, uh, where have you been? It's to help them with like you know improv and that kind of thing. And it's like so it's a circle of kids and like he and one random student walk together, and one goes where have you been blank and, and say something and then the other one has to respond on their feet. Yeah. So it's no I'm sorry it's thank God you're here. <clears throat> thank God you're here. Grandma's been raped. <laughs> <laughs> thank God you're here. And where have you been, bitch? <laughs> Like it's brilliant. Yeah, and I it, love. And show. as the teacher, he is taking over every moment. Okay. Instead of letting the the kids. It's not about. So me. where can I watch this? Um, is it on like on Netflix? HBO or Go. HBO. Um. Uh, if you have and certain Comcast Xfinities, you can get it. And there are so, and so, Summer Heights High was the first the original. one, yeah. and from that he has done. I've like almost each character, I think each character has gotten a spinoff. Spin I don't think Mr. Uh, G has well, yet, but it's in well, the works. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say Mr. G is technically Summer Heights High. Uh, but yeah. I like, think he's about to get a spinoff. But yeah, there's like also Jamee, private school, private school girl. <laughs> and then uh, the other. Uh, you fucking fat dyke. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's like, how dare you? I fucking hate you. <laughs> And then the other character is Jonah, Jonah from Tonga. Jonah, that's it. Okay. And, and he's the uh, Aboriginal bad <laughs> kid. Like, he's in class. He's like, "Fuck you, Miss. Fuck you, Miss. <laughs> Mrs. Mrs. Fuck you." <laughs> it's like, he's I don't like, give, I don't fuck. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> is this like a new, newer show or an no, older show? This is from uh, nineteen. Oh, it's I want to say two oh oh eight. Oh. Not 19. Uh, I was like, wait. 2008. Oh, 2008. 2008. Okay, okay. Um, it's, oh, it's so good. I, yeah. I highly recommend it. Okay, done. Oh. I got two good, two good recs here. Oh, yeah. That's why I come to the, the Clink Tank. Yeah, that's the I only think. reason. Uh, and Robert would agree. He's also. He's fan. also. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, isn't that right, Robert? Let me do this voice so that no one understands. Eat your veggies. I only came here to talk about the cow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to say that brings us to a little time that we like Ooh, to call my... Rob's PSA. Oh my goodness. Our, uh, you got a PSA for us, I Rob? I do. Rob. It's time for a public cervix announcement. <laughs> <laughs> it's Rob at your cervix. <laughs> <laughs> frightening. That's a frightening thought. <laughs> right? <laughs> Could you just... imagine? Yes, girl. <laughs> Oh, girl, girl, yes, it's so clean down here. Oh, oh my goodness. Laughing. Is that an echo I hear? You're a bad girl. <laughs> Who's a bad girl? <laughs> Excuse me, Rob, could you not make the wookie sound into my uterus? Um, <laughs> I don't believe in restraints. <laughs> like, We're all here for free love. I can't work that way. <laughs> You're lucky I'm here. <laughs> Can you imagine you be like, girl, you got the herbs. Damn. <laughs> I don't want to get a lip blister. Yeah. I'm down here connecting the dots, and the dots spell out herpes. <laughs> 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 it's 
It's like if it were a constellation, and the constellation was her. <laughs> so for this week's Rob's PSA, <clears throat> I want to... <laughs> Get it together, girl. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <clears throat> for this week's public service announcement, I want to let everyone know school is coming to an end. And we all know what that means. Kids are going to be fucking everywhere. I meant, look, these little fuckers don't have jobs. They just sit around all summer and they're going to be everywhere you're trying to be. They have nothing better to do and we need to prepare ourselves. So girls, I need you to just be ready. To, to prepare yourself. You're going out to dinner? There's going to be fucking kids. You're going to grab coffee? There's going to be fucking kids. This has been Rob's PSA. <laughs> Once again, the views ex- expressed by Rob during Rob's PSA are Rob's and Rob's alone. They are not necessarily the views of the clink tank. So send your cards and letters to at Rob. Um, my Whitey Rob is at Whitey Rob. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I really should change that. Now that not looking back, that was a bad choice. Yeah, choices, mm. choices. Okay, but Follow no, my YouTube. It's um, damn it, Rab. Yeah, <laughs> but I know I know what you're saying. I mean, there are going to be kids everywhere, mm-hmm. and so anytime you want to do something, you got to take that into consideration. Uh, you know, kids. They're going to be there. Right. They're going to ruin everyone's good time. I mean, uh, you know. Like, uh, oh, you want to go to, oh, this fun, like, water park? It's going to be fucking overrun with little snot-nosed fuckers every fucking place. And their shitty parents who aren't watching them because they have to deal with them all goddamn day. And you know they just bring disease everywhere they go. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And what 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 are your thoughts of kids at breweries? Because some parents bring kids to to brewery, like when they go to on a brew tour. Have you not Why? seen that? Have you no. not seen that? No, they and a wine tour too, like a, a winery. I haven't what seen. What the fuck are the kids supposed to do? I have no idea. Well, do the wineries have grape juices? Well, I don't Probably know. Probably not. Most I mean, don't. I mean, that would be horrible grape juice because you know wine grapes and grape juice grapes are very different. different. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> also, what fucker. Look, get a babysitter. Right. You fucking cheap shit. Like, you've got a kid in the neighborhood that will, is dying to make 20 bucks tonight so that you can go on your wine tour. How dare you? Do not bring your fucking <laughs> child to a wine tour. Ew. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, my feelings are yes, naked. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I think you're, I, if I didn't make that clear. I, got it. I, I think your feelings are quite negative. And quite clear. Um, Let me be quick. (laughs) (laughs) Well, looking at the old clock on the wall, it's about that time. Uh, No, don't actually look at the walls. There aren't clocks. We have phones. Where were you born? A barn? (laughs) Fucking. A a gay barn. (laughs) Where were you born? A barn? A A fucking fucking straight barn. barn. (laughs) Uh, Final thoughts, Matt. Oh, um, don't let Rob near your cervix. (laughs) (laughs) Not Rob. Yeah, no, that is vital. No good will come from that. (laughs) No, no. Final thoughts, Patrick. Um, I I would say that um, with this week, uh, final thoughts are just, you know what? I keep going back to this and 
and thinking, you know, of situations like in the workplace and where, where you know, don't make your coworkers cry. You know, mm-hmm. being professional. <laughs> Just being professional. You don't. No one's asking you to be uh, best friends with everyone you work with. You're paid to be. There. You're paid to be there <laughs> and conduct yourself thusly. You almost know? like you're paid to conduct yourself that way. Exactly. It's almost as if someone said, hey, we're going to have you in this area and this person in this area because we're both giving you money to do what we tell you to do. So don't bring your personalities into it. Just do your fucking job. Ooh, let's end there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rob, final thought. Uh, final thought is... Um, Look, summer's here. Summer's queer. Um, the best thing about summer um, is that it's queer, and the least best thing about it is that lots of kids are places. So if you have an opportunity to keep your children away from me, do it. And that is sound advice to go out on. I'm Patrick Donahai. I'm Matt Bachman. I'm Rob White. And thank you for listening. Oh, Drink. I'm Rob. I'm Rob. I forgot his name. Robert King. Robert Kings. <laughs> Don't listen to them. Uh, drink responsibly <laughs> when you, you listen mean? to us, and then when you're not, do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, I don't care. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, so if it's not responsible, let me know. <laughs>